Welcome to the Life Expansion After 50 podcast. Today we're talking about crossing the river. This is the obstacle between you and getting above the line. I'll be referring to illustrations in this podcast. If you prefer, you can watch the video version on either YouTube or Spotify. Same name, Life Expansion After 50. Last segment, we were talking about above the line and the, some of the differences and distinctions, why it's so hard to cross that line. Now, a big part of it, and I, 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 I've glossed over it, is the conditioning. We're going to get into the conditioning in this segment, and crossing that line is a lot more complex. And, for you know, I, I look at goals in two different ways. I look at goals that are stretch goals that are still below the line or in the known, if you will, and then there are those stretch goals that are above the line. And when you're crossing that line is so complex, it's also simple, <laughs> it's so complex from one standpoint that you'll understand why 10X works. Said another way, there are people who can't reach a goal that say a, a 1.2X, you know, just 20% bump. It's just too much, to, it just, they can't get their head wrapped around it. You 10X the goal, and all of a sudden, they start reaching out to different resources, they see different answers, they bring other people on board, they bring teams, and then the 10X goal can happen because you're looking at it differently. And oftentimes, the 10X goal brings enough value that you can justify some of those things. So quick recap, we talked about how we're conditioned and you can live life this way forever, just in between the lines. And the lower line, uh, the work that you do to get, keep from going below the lower line is similar to the work that you do to get through the upper line, except there's uh, a mental component. And if you think about dieting, it's the same thing, right? If you want to, in reverse, if you want to lose weight, to lose, you do sort of the same things you do when you get to your upper limit where you don't want to get any heavier. You do those different things. You reduce your cal caloric intake. You eat better. You move your body more. You, you drink more water. All of those things, right? And, and then what will happen is you get back into that comfort zone. Well, if you do those things down here too and you do them long enough, you'll break through. The other thing we talked about is how you can start doing the work. Like meditating is a great example. And you won't see any benefit above the line. But you're actually building the floor. You're raising the floor. You're having fewer hours of of spiraling, you're having fewer hours of anxiety in the week and eventually those hours turn into half days and those half days can turn into full days. Now there's one other concept I'd like to share with you before we get into this because this line, although I've drawn it as a line, it's actually more like a river, right? Because there's some changes that have to happen. But let's look at this action going up through this, this line. One way to think about it is, you know, you, something happens, you're moving along and something happens and you, your, your life takes a downturn. This could be losing a job, it could be a broken relationship, your life goes into a downturn, you go through the introspection, you figure stuff out and you come back up and then you're working through it, you get your new reality and you get back to this point. Now, because when you're going down here, you would love to just get back to that point. While you were here, you may have been thinking about something up above. But when, when you're going down here, 
it's like, man, if I could just get back to that point, you know, I wish I didn't do that. I wish I didn't make that mistake. I'd be happy. Well, the problem is this. When you're going down here, if you do it right, you don't have to repeat this same cycle. Think of this as a cycle, right? You fall off the horse, you go down. If you ride the horse the same way, you're gonna fall off the horse again, you're gonna get hurt, you get healed, you ride the horse the same way, you're gonna keep going in that cycle. And many of us do that through life. Another way to look at it is you have this point, you take your little hit and you start going down. But instead of just getting back to where you were, you look at the opportunities and you decide for a power pivot. And now you can pivot and you're doing something different, right? And now you have an opportunity to again go above the line. So it's the same concept except you don't repeat the same thing because instead of trying to get back to status quo, you're going to go to something new. Now either one of these can springboard into going above the line. You can go above the line that way and you can kind of springboard and go above the line this way as well. Again, I know I made this point about you're raising the floor. You don't have to raise the floor. You could just break through the line and that's what we're gonna get into now. So I, I said that going above the line is actually more like a river. So let's say we have this river and you're on one side of the river and you want to get to the other side of the river, right? But rivers are hard to cross. And just like in, in hiking or in the field, in the, when you're out there in the wild, rivers have some risk to them and they bring some anxiety. If you don't know what you're doing, you can have some problems. But in this context, this river is full of stories You've got associations, you have phobias, you have traumatic stress, and more stories. So the challenge here is that crossing that line, it brings about so much that you may not be prepared for. This is the problem. This is why there can be so much anxiety when it comes to crossing that line. Remember, above the line is unfamiliar, and the subconscious does not like the unfamiliar. As a matter of fact, the unfamiliar triggers a stress response because it puts you on high alert. Your breathing gets shallow, you know, you start looking around and you get that, that kind of tunnel vision. It's hard to create when you're in that mode. And so what happens is without having a strategy, you go in there. First of all, you got to get past the stories, right? Because you've been using these stories and not only have you used the stories, you've been telling them, a lot, right? <laughs> so it's not just one time you tell the story. You know, you try it out. You tell the story to your friends. They buy it. It gets better. It gets better, just like a fish story. It gets better. Next thing you know, that story's locked in. It's on social media. Everybody knows your story. So it's very hard to just cross that story. And there's, they're not in any particular order. And one of the reasons why it's so hard to cross these rivers is because it's different for everybody. Why? Because the conditioning is stored differently. It's 
it may be similar, but how, you're, how you process that conditioning, how that conditioning is inside you is, is different. Think of, like, think of like, uh, like this. You can have twins grow up in the same household and they become very different people. The same hammer that forges the steel shatters the glass. So the hammer is, is consistent, but depending on how you approach it, you could be steel and get forged and stronger, or it could be like glass and you shatter. The conditioning is going to be different. That's why one size fits all is not gonna work all the time. That's why uh, when you look at these courses, people buy courses and uh, you know those courses may 100% work, but because it's written for somebody else, it's written for a different set of conditioning, it may be difficult for you to get started. Not only that, it's hard to just do something different. You're going into project mode and without having the support system to bring you along that path, which is why a lot of people would like live events versus uh, online courses. But not a, not a commentary on either one. I'm just saying this is all change and change brings with it a lot. This is why when you do big projects in corporations, you have a change management. You wanna do change management where you're bringing the, the organization along. You do trials, proofs of, proofs of concept. You do pilots and things like that to get people talking about it. And you get some stories, you get some testimonials before you just run out there. And as an entrepreneur, if you're a solopreneur, I still say do pilots and proof of concepts, do small things, do some you know, 20% of the time stuff, right? If you can do, hey, let's just take off 20% of the work to get that'll get most of the result and try that, do the proof of concept. Test, test, test. And that will help you with these this river crossing. Because this can take you nine months to work through the traumatic stress, the phobias, the associations. And a lot of times what happens is we'll venture into it, you know, and man, we come back out. You're back below the line again. You gotta do some more shoring up. So now we got, remember we, we did the line, right? We're shoring up. You try to go through, you come back down. You try to go through. That doesn't mean you have to keep going back. It's having the knowledge, which is why I'm having this conversation. It's having the knowledge of knowing that this is going on so you don't approach this like an operational piece, like it's normal. You know, I, 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 I read a lot of these books and they talk about rituals and I do, I do believe that having morning rituals are great, but I think there's a morning ritual style for operations and there's a morning ritual style for the project work. So depending on what, what kind of venture you're involved in, it could determine what sort of a rituals you're gonna be using. So this is what I was talking about here. You've got this line, you know, you're backfilling, trying to get cross, you, you hit the phobias, all of these things, they, they create anxiety. Uh, remember, there's no structure, there's no manual. And the big problem is that resistance is coming from both internal and external. Because your conditioning is saying, hey, we're getting into dangerous territory here. Are we sure we want to do this? You're getting squeezed from both sides. And if you're not aware of that, if you don't have some tools in place to deal with the internal resistance, as well as the external resistance. And what does external resistance look like? Just go to social media. You know, go to social media and you, somebody's doing something that's pretty cool and the haters come out and they're, they're triggered. People get triggered. And I don't think they, they don't always mean harm. It's just trigger something in them and their response is to lash out because that is not supposed to be happening. That's not the way it's supposed to be. Let's get back below the line. 
and think about your Karens, right? I mean, that's part of it. It's like, whoa, you're going across the line. I've been telling people this story that you can't cross the line, that you can't go out there, and you're crossing the line. That's bad. No, don't, you can't do it. And that you have your friends and association. This is why a lot of times you have people who are moving across the line. They don't want to get rid of their friends, but in order to go across the line, it doesn't work out because their friends have to go through that same change management and there's no structure to do that. So that's your crossing the river idea. Now, obviously there's some tools that you have in place and if you know this is happening, you can make a life where you've got your line, and you're working through things, and you cross that line. And then you, you can go, and you go, and you go, and then you have a new line. And when you get to that new line, you already know what to do. You're gonna spend a little time backfilling, a little time getting some skills, a little time building your network and your problem solving capability, and then you go through that line. And you know, if you look at this from a career management standpoint, you know, I watched, uh, two different kinds of approaches to career management. One is the person gets promoted inside the company. They just keep moving from, from job to job by making sure they're meeting the, new, the right people, et cetera. And the other sort of career management, which I think is very effective, is you go back and forth between a big company and a small company. You get to be a VP in a small company, and then you're a director in a big company. And then you get to be a VP in a larger company. The next thing you know, you're a president of a smaller company. And then that president of a smaller company becomes a vice president or CFO or, or CMO of the larger company. And you, you can do it that way. So by, by understanding that you're going to run into this resistance, you can build it into your plan and actually structure your life that way. I wish somebody had told me that, you know, 40 years ago, but I observed it and it definitely works. It takes work, like all of this. None of this is a cakewalk, but the thing you know, we always talk about, it's not easy, but it's fairly simple because you just have to understand what the, where the logs are. If you're running through the woods, the logs you trip over are the ones you don't see. So if, we, if somebody's pointing out the logs, that's why mentoring helps, right? That's why having a mentor, because if they can point out the logs, you already know how to jump. You know how to land. You know how to time your jump so that you can, be on, you can be running and clear the log. Jumping over the log is not the problem. The problem is you don't know where the logs are, especially when you get above the line. So mentoring and coaching helps with that. And uh, that covers it for, and I'm gonna call this crossing the river. All right, let's call that crossing the river.